Hello, and welcome to the East Anglian Theatre Podcast. and welcome back to another exciting instalment of the podcast that takes a look at theatre in East Anglia and uh, actually there is no and uh, it just takes a look at theatre in East Anglia and that's all it needs to do there you go that's the and anyway I am your host Ray Tempester and what I do in each episode is try my best to promote some of the things going on in theatres across East Anglia I do this in three ways firstly I attend and review shows and tell you all about them I also interview the people involved in some of the companies or shows that are playing at venues in our region and I take a quick look and highlight some of the upcoming shows and audition opportunities happening locally. Rather fortuitously, that's the order that the sections of the podcast are set out. Now we'll get to the main thrust of the podcast shortly, but first let me tell you some stuff about my social media accounts and website. I have them. The East Anglian Theatre Podcast has a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok account. It sort of has to, but it is often the only way I can spread the word. The accounts are not inspiring, will not change your life, and my posts often feel trite and formulaic because I'm too lazy and I have no enthusiasm for social media whatsoever. But don't let me put you off following the various accounts, and heck knows, you can even get in touch with me online and I will almost certainly respond. The podcast also has a dedicated website, eatpod.co.uk, that's eatpod.co.uk. Here you'll find all episodes of the podcast, plus written versions of the reviews that I produce, and a page to contact me if you'd like to offer to pave my driveway, or feature as a guest on an episode, your choice. Anyway, now that's taken care of, let's move on to the first section proper, where sitting here alone in my studio, I ask the question that nobody wants to know the answer to, and that is, Ray, what have you been up to theatre-wise lately? Well, you might not want to know, but I'm going to tell you. But if you so wish, perhaps skip forward three minutes or so, and you won't have to listen to me witter on so much. So rehearsals for the last Quiz Night on Earth continue apace and we're now at the full run-through stage which has gone so well that we've scheduled in extra rehearsals. <laughs> the set is completely built though and looks great. The show opens in about a week and a half. So what's it all about in case you haven't heard me wittering on previously? Well it's described as a quiz within a comedy drama and the premise is that there's a massive asteroid about to hit the Earth which is going to wipe everyone out. Hooray! Sweet release from the dreary monotony of our everyday lives. Anyhow, the moment of impact is just hours away, but the Four Horsemen pub has decided to host their regular pub quiz regardless, and that's where the audience gets involved, as we'll be hosting a real quiz in amongst the play itself. Now, I'm playing the quiz master alongside Debbie Dance as pub landlady Cathy. The action of the play sees two other characters, Bobby and Fran, played by Angela Smith and Caroline Manley, turn up out of the blue to meddle with proceedings. It's a funny, sweet little play where the audience gets to feel part of the action too, and well worth checking out, I think. Not just because I have to promote it. It's on between the 8th and 10th of June at Ratcliffe Village Hall, and tickets are available via ratcliffeplayers.co.uk. Now, that's not all I'm up to at the moment. I'll be seeing three shows this week in amongst my rehearsals. The first is Young Frankenstein, which is being produced by Threshold Theatre and is on at the Playhouse in Norwich this week. The second is Evita by Cromer and Sheringham Operatic and Dramatic Society, which opened a few days ago and is already receiving rave reviews. That continues until the end of the week at the Cromer Pavilion Theatre. And the third is A Midsummer Night's Dream, which is on at the Sewell Barn Theatre in Norwich, and is on from the 1st until the 10th of June. So, I'm a pretty busy lad at present. 
But anyway, what have you guys been up to? Do, of course, get in touch to let me know your opinions on anything you've seen lately or if there's something you'd recommend that I check out. Right, enough about me and let's move on to what you really came for. The interview. And this time I'd like to introduce you to three actors about to hit the stage at the ADC Theatre in Cambridge with their production of the wonderful You're in Town. Their names are Katrina, Matt and Jonathan and they're all members of the Festival Players in Cambridge. So without further ado, let's have a chat with them, shall we? Hi there, the Festival Players. So first of all, can you start by introducing yourselves and the role that you're playing in you in town yeah no problem uh i'm jonathan roston i'm playing caldwell b cladwell the ruthless ceo of uh, the company that owns all of the public toilets you've got a bad guy look about you to be honest <laughs> i get that a lot i don't know what it is it keeps happening uh, i'm matt wilkinson and i'm playing officer lockstocks your friendly fascist cop uh, who also serves as the as the narrator of the piece. So my name's Katrina. I'm playing Little Sally, who is an inconveniently clever 10-year-old who sort of comes up to Matt's officer Lockstock repeatedly throughout the show and outsmarts him and asks all the clever questions that everyone really should be thinking about, but isn't. And before we start actually talking about the production itself in a bit more depth, what can you tell us about the festival players? I, I mean, I, I understand they're celebrating their 50th year soon. Yeah, so we turned 50 this year, which is very exciting. Um, so we've been going for a really long time and we do generally two musicals a year. We are pretty celebrated within Cambridge. So our um, production last year of Kinky Boots won the Noda Award, the best musical in the region which we're always very happy to receive. And how, how long have you each been with the company and what are sort of the highlights of the shows that you've done with them? So I joined in 2016 when I moved down to Cambridge and I've done a bunch of shows with them. I think my favourite is probably Merrily We Roll Along, which is a Sondheim piece that kind of goes from the end of a friendship to the beginning. And it was just such a phenomenal group of people that put it all together. And we managed to get it in in January 2020. So it feels, I think, even more special that it wasn't impacted by the pandemic. Yeah, well, that, that was actually my first show with Festival Players, I think. I've just literally been consulting my spreadsheet to check this. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was... A, so I've done a lot of shows in Cambridge, but yeah, that was my first with Festival Players, but it was great. I, I may come back to you on the spreadsheet of shows. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, yeah. Matt is commonly... Uh, referred to as the best actor in Cambridge. So I hadn't oh. realised that. I thought you would have done more stuff with us. But that's very dis too you shouldn't uh, that's, that's far too kind, but yes. Yeah. Not actually my words. I think you're rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Well this is my first show with the festival players. So that means that this is my favorite show with the festival players so far. I, I can't say more than that, but it's a it's it is a good show. And as this is your first show, how is it going? How has the rehearsal process been with a new company? I think it's going well. I, uh, I I know most of my lines. I know most of my music, and with only a couple of weeks to go, I think we're I think we're in good shape. So we're we're obviously edging closer to the opening night now. So what what stage you are you at in the rehearsal process? So we're just starting runs now, aren't we? It's uh, we're heading into that. It's always very exciting to see it all all come together. 
right yeah it starts to make sense now yeah and back to the current production for those unfamiliar with urine tan because it's a fairly in in musical terms it's quite a contemporary one well can you tell us what it's all about well, Matt, you're the narrator. Yeah, the I guess I should have that. This is my job, really. Yeah, okay. So it is, and I don't want to give uh, give a little bit away, but it's um, it's a comedy dystopian musical set twenty years after uh, a devastating drought, uh, where you no know, water control has been, you know, is this sort of now the top priority. So everyone has to pay to use public toilets and you can't you can't pee for free you can't go behind the bushes you no one has their own private toilet and there's the very shenanigans that ensue uh, from that uh, from that proposition and it's it's obviously it's a very different sort of musical do you know what made the powers that be at the festival players choose this production yeah because our previous few shows have been evita cats kinky boots they're all quite they're all quite normal so it was actually my idea to say, right, this show is really good. It sort of fits our sort of tick box criteria that we have to fit of, you know, a big ensemble and all of that stuff. But it also means because it's got so many great parts in it, it gives so many people so much to do. Um, it's a bit weird. It's really funny. It's quite heartfelt and the songs are great. So we just sort of thought why don't we do something that's a bit underappreciated and um, deserves a bit more airtime? Because I think, you know, the big name shows are great, but if you do them all the time, then sometimes they're slightly less heard of and potentially <laughs> shunned because they might sound a bit strange things kind of get cast aside. So, yeah, we thought we'd uh, do something a little bit odd, um, but really worth doing. And I'd, I'd echo that in time. I mean, I... I... I saw you in town in Norwich in must have been about 2015 or 2016. And yeah, absolutely brilliant show. I'd, I'd never heard of it at the time. Yeah, it was one that really, really did impress me. So I'm glad to see more companies are doing it. Um, but what do you like most about it from an actor's perspective? I mean, as a villain, I'm I'm all. I mean, in, in character, I, I always like the character, the villainous characters to have a a point of view that you can actually look at and go, I, I see where you're coming from. This this makes a lot of sense from your point of view. And so you, you don't, um, well, you do get to stand on, you know, the rooftops and laugh maniacally, but you could also, you know, tell everyone where you're coming from and actually sort of put some some belief behind it or some, some conviction behind it, which I really enjoy. I really love playing a female character who's also a young female character who's the comfortably the most intelligent person in the show. I don't think that happens very often. And yeah, it's a real privilege to get to do that. Yeah, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm quite a sort of sci-fi dystopian fan, so this is sort of ticks a lot of my boxes. And also, yeah, character-wise, uh, being this, he's quite a kind of a vuncular, friendly sort of narrator type but then turns out to be doing these absolutely dreadful atrocities um, and i find that that juxtaposition is um is a wonderful thing to play with and plus the music is fantastic mm. it's a really good score uh, and i guess most importantly what do you think audiences will most enjoy about it i think they'll be surprised by how funny it is yeah it's really really funny and it's got lots of the music sort of parodies deliberately so um 
So they take a lot of influence from sort of Three Penny Opera and Les Mis and The Cradle of Rock, and they quite like making fun of musical theatre itself. So if you are a fan of musical theatre, there will be like nudges and winks in this that you'll really enjoy. So I was talking to my nephews about this. So they're they're um, five and nine, and they are absolutely thrilled that I'm doing this. I, th- I think all of us need to kind of go to the, the that that sort of seven year old inside of us and realise that what could be better than a musical about we really? Let <laughs> I me mean, come on. Had <laughs> just the right amount of toilet humour in it. <laughs> And just moving on to your own histories in the theatre, and I'm always interested to find out where it all started from, really. So, you know, what what, what made you each decide that you wanted to be involved in theatre? I started when I came to Cambridge as a student a long time ago now, but um, so I'd always kind of been a little bit involved with theatre, but not so much on stage, but I got into Gilbert and Sullivan and then branched out to musicals and Shakespeare and then went to drama school and did professional acting for a little bit. And yeah, now I'm doing this. It's wonderful. Yeah, I I went to music school, uh, as, you know, for, for school level. And then so I did a lot of singing for a lot of time. Uh, but then when I came to, to Cambridge, I was looking around for something to, to do. And I found, again, the Gilbert and Sullivan Society. But I think a bit uh, a bit after that was in it. And got involved with that, and I've done a bunch of those. After that, I got into a lot of improv as well. So I've been doing uh, a lot of improvised comedy and improvised theater. And then after sort of COVID, trying to get back into the into the fray, I saw that you're in town was was on, and it was one that I knew of. So that's how that came about. I was your sort of classic child with too much energy that my parents wanted to filter somewhere. So they sent me off to a, a theatre group on Saturdays and it just stuck. Um, that was that was kind of life changed for me as a, I was sort of nine or ten. But they're the best people, theatre people. When you're your like, character very much. Yeah, I, I've joked about this on Sunday. I said, I'm just playing myself as a child. Like, there's minimal effort involved. But yeah, all of, all of my best friends are theatre people. They're just the best people in the world. And... How about in your time on stage? Um, I appreciate we, we, there's different lengths of time involved here, but how about a favourite production to be involved in, you know, and, and what made it so special? I've got a few top ones. I've, I've, I'm a real fan of Sweeney Todd. And, um, yeah, I've done that three I'll, times now. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, the latest production we did at the Arts Theatre in Cambridge, and that was really special. And um, what about it do you like? I mean, did you, have you have you played the same character on a few occasions or different characters? Yes, yeah, so I was Sweeney all three times. So, um, I mean, it's one of the best musical theatre parts, and it's a yeah, fantastic story, fantastic music, and super dark and, you know, bloodthirsty, but also funny. It's... Uh, no, absolute dream. I think for me, it's probably one of the first shows I did, which was called Pius the Third. I'm from Sweden. This was back in Sweden. So we we wrote a, I say we wrote, I didn't write it, but we knew some people who had written a musical. It's like a panto every year, but uh, we do a, a historical event. So we did one about a bunch of popes um, in the 1500s. And I I did enjoy being part of the process where they would write something and give that to us and then they sort of would ask us oh how how did this feel what worked what didn't work 
and then you know I I made some some offhand remarks about what I thought was happening, and then two weeks later they had rewritten that third act to take all of that into account. I think for me, okay. company was really special. It was a really wonderful group of people, and my first song time, which is always a a milestone in any musical theatre person's career. I also last year did um, once with a group in Cambridge who I was sort of drafted in at the last minute. They just sort of needed someone and I had played viola at school. Um, So I got uh, pulled in um, and had to relearn how to play the viola, which um, was character building. But it was just such a such a talented and wonderful group of people that we actually still play together in a folk band um because we all enjoyed it so much it's lovely when you make friends for life in, in theater as well i mean which which is a common theme um and what about roles that you'd like to play you know and we don't have to we don't even have to talk realistically here <laughs> sweeney todd again <laughs> i think i think i feel i've kind of done <laughs> done with sweeney now <laughs> I've done them all. I, I've really been really lucky. I I think I, I'm really drawn to the new these days. So um, yeah, there's a there's a guy called Jeff Page in Cambridge. He's this absolutely fantastic composer, and I know he's often got often got things in the in the works. So I did um, a, a musical version of the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner recently, which is uh, obviously I'd, I'd never come across before, and it was um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I I like that sort of excitement as of doing something really fresh these days. I think I've got two. I would love to do Waitress. I think it's so, it's such a great one for women. The songs are so good. And I love that kind of, the sort of overall message of, you know, female friendship and how important that is. And the other one I would absolutely love to do is Hades Town. It's yeah. so different to anything else that I've ever heard. I just think it's such an incredible show. I would love the challenge of that. Yeah. I think Hades Town is definitely up there as well for me. If, if we're talking things we may not be able to do, then doing Hades would be uh, amazing. Maybe it, it's it's all of the villainous energy that's coming out <laughs> again here. Uh, you be Hades, I'll be Eurydice. Let's let's make this happen. <laughs> I'm in. Other than that, I was thinking like Marvin from the the Falsettos trilogy would be amazing. Uh, it's heartfelt. It has a little bit of a villainous, you know, quite a bit of a villainous streak in it, but it's not. Yeah, he's a, not a nice man. I, no, he's not. <laughs> but he's a, yeah, it's a very sort of complex character and, and a lot of fun to play around with. And so that I think would be also really fun. And what's next for, well, there's a two part, two parts to this question. What's next for you guys? But also what's next for festival players after you're in town? Um, we're not quite ready to announce it yet, but if you do come to Urine Town, you will see an advert for it in our program. So there's a plug. But it will yeah. be uh, in January 2024. Will be our next musical. Okay. Um, and I think I'm doing a play next, which uh, I've only ever done one play before. And my friend said to me, "Can you do things without songs?" <laughs> and I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> well, I met you doing things without songs. Yeah, our first thing together was a play, which was great. That's my only play. Just do the bits that between the songs in a musical, just just that for for two hours. <laughs> you say it like that; it sounds easy. So I, I'm a the, the, my, my sort of day job is uh, is zoologist, and uh, I'm in the midst of writing a play about evolution, which is going to be uh, my next main concern. But well, that that, that uh, sounds. 
very interesting thank you uh, and what what's the, what's the intention with that one once uh, it's the dream i mean it's set in the natural history museum in the main the, you know that main entrance for you so that'd be the dream to kind of do it put it on there how realistic that will prove to be will we shall see um but yeah that's the idea i think i speak for jonathan and myself saying we'll be in it if you want thanks <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd, I'd make the journey <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't have the next one lined up uh directly but uh i have been doing a lot of improv with uh with the cambridge impronauts and uh nondescript uh, performances so i might turn up in something like that so that do they have a, a next show coming up the impronauts probably <laughs> i don't have it off the top of my head i'm afraid that's no, okay uh, nondescript are the last sunday of every month i'll give that a plug and what is what is nondescript? <laughs> nondescript is uh, I'm laughing because it's my boyfriend's show, um, and he'll be absolutely thrilled to get a plug. They are um, it's run by two guys called Jack and Barney, and they have very excellent guests, and they do they just play lots of improv games at the Blue Moon, and uh, yeah, Jonathan is a regular guest because he's very very good. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think that's that. Oh no, just tell you what it, what I haven't covered yet. When, of course, is you're in town on and where can we get tickets? OK, well, yes, it's from the 1st of June to the 10th of June. Uh, tickets are available from the ADC Theatre uh, website, Stroke Box Office. Um, there probably is a phone number, isn't there? <laughs> if, anyone book, if anyone buys tickets using a phone yeah, number. Who, who, who books tickets over the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, ADC Theatre. Um, so, you know, look them up and uh, you'll get to their, you know, their what's on page. And you'll find it very quickly. Lovely. Okay. Well, I think that that covers just about everything, really. So good luck with the rest of the rehearsal process and obviously the run itself. Thank you, Ray. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. So there we have it. That was the festival players talking a bit about their upcoming production of You're in Town. As they mentioned, tickets for that are available via ADC Theatre, that's Alpha Delta Charlie for those into the phonetic alphabet, that's adctheatre.com and the show is on from the 1st to the 10th of June. Now, what else is coming up in the region over the next few weeks? Well, I'd recommend you check out the aforementioned A Midsummer Night's Dream at the Sewell Barn in Norwich. I know quite a few people performing in that one and I can tell it's going to be excellent. Tickets for that are available via sewellbarn.org. And speaking of Sewellbarn, they're on the lookout for auditionees for their October production of George Orwell's 1984. The director, Ginny Porteous, is hosting auditions at the Madam Market in Norwich on the 2nd of June. And to book your place, you can email her via Ginny, that's Ginny with a G, G-I-N-N-Y, dot S-B-1984 at gmail.com. Now, obviously, I'd recommend you see The Last Quiz Night on Earth at Ratkey Village Hall 2. But lastly, and certainly by no means least, is Echo Youth Theatre, who blew me away recently with their stunning production of Little Shop of Horrors. And they're back this time with School of Rock. It's on at the Matter Market in Norwich from the 8th to the 11th of June, with matinees on both the Saturday and the Sunday. Tickets for that are available via maddermarket.co.uk. And to be frank, I haven't done my research this time, so that's all I have to mention. If you do want me to feature an upcoming show or audition, please do get in touch and I'll give it a shout out. And that, folks, is it for another episode. Thanks so much for listening to me and the festival players drone on and tune in next time for an interview with 
Uh, Rackheath Youth Theatre, I believe. Until then, take care of yourselves and go watch some theatre. Bye. <laughs>